Hey, welcome back to The Lonely Shelf. I'm James. And I'm Chris. And this is our second mini-sode. Uh, we are doing these every other week so we can feature some of the games that we love that are not lonely games, but are also not new games. And so they wouldn't be featured on the regular episodes. Uh, this is our way to be able to talk about them. That's right. And this week, what are we talking about, Chris? We're talking about that old favorite of ours, Defenders of the Realm. I, I love Defenders of the Realm. Oh, it was so good. So Defenders is one of our earliest cooperative experiences, right? Yes. I can only think of three that we had played prior. Pandemic, Castle Panic, and Arkham Horror. Yeah, and that's when we were starting to go down that that minefield because we started loving those playing to, you know together. So we picked this one up because it was you know kind of pandemic like. So it seemed like something we'd enjoy, and plus we both like the fantasy setting. So right. So whenever we heard that there's basically a fantasy pandemic, we're there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Defenders came out in 2010 by Richard Lanius, and I do know that a lot of people basically call it a pandemic clone but it's not it definitely pulls from pandemic but he changed up enough to make it its own game not just a new skin and it's actually i think it's harder than pandemic yeah i think i've lost more defenders than i have pandemics and in more epic fashions oh yeah we'll we'll get to that story here in a little bit so in defenders of the realm you have a character with its own special identity and special abilities, just like in a lot of cooperative games. And they are, of course, fantasy archetypes. My favorite to play was always the wizard. Yeah, I liked the, oh, I'm blanking on the names, but the the more the warrior type, I'm, I'm more get up there in their face. That doesn't surprise me at all, Chris. <laughs> and I can't remember off the top of my head if there was a dwarf, but if there was a dwarf, I definitely played there was, him. There was a dwarf. Okay, well, that's who I, that was my favorite, and that's who I played, because, I don't know, I'm a big old dude, so I I always played dwarfs. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that is something, you play dwarfs in everything that will allow you to. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we're, we're not the same as stature, but we both like to drink and be very blunt, I guess. So, I guess it's their personality that I, I jive with. <laughs> All right. So you you ha- you choose your character. You have special abilities with that character. Uh, some have more action tokens than others. So that's one thing. In Pandemic, you have a set number of actions. In Defenders of the Realm, you also have a set number of actions, but they are tokens, and you'll flip your tokens over as you use them. It's basically the same thing. They just give you a nice little shit to play with. Yeah. And there are four different color, uh, four different colors of enemy that you are fighting. So that's another thing that's very similar to Pandemic. It's very similar, but I liked the fact that it was, you know, going up against people. I, I just find that theme, you know, better like you're killing the orcs and the goblins and instead of the disease. Right. And they're minis. You can see what they are. I mean, they all look the same. They're, they're the same molds. But you've got the red ones, which are the demons. The green ones, which are the orcs. The blue ones are the dragons. The black ones are the undead. Well, I guess the blue ones are the dragon kin. Yeah. But the thing that makes it over the top is 
each color, each type of minion has a general. You have to defeat all of the generals to win the game. Yeah, and the whole time they're just marching relentlessly at your castle. So they all start in the four corners and make their way towards the center. One of the ways to lose the game is for one of the generals to get to Monarch City, the city in the middle. Yeah, and it, it, I mean, it was always fun, like drawing those cards and you think some of them, oh yeah, we, we got plenty of time on that one. Let's go up to this one. And then he moves quite a few times, in a, yes. you know, in a couple turns. And I don't know, I, it always felt more tense to me because I, you know, I guess the viruses never really felt threatening to me because they're unseen. The, the thing with Pandemic and the viruses, once you defeated one, it makes it easier to defeat the others. But in Defenders of the Realm, once you defeat one of the generals, it gets harder because you are now drawing more Darkness Spreads cards. Once you defeat the third general, you're drawing three Darkness Spreads cards. Two of them are placing minions and all three are moving the generals. So the other thing that makes Defenders of the Realm so different than Pandemic is the way you get rid of the tokens on each space. So in Pandemic, you use an action and you get rid of a cube per action. In Defenders, it's just one action to try to defeat all of the enemies on that space. But the way you do it is with dice. And so you will get a die for each minion that is on that space You'll get a die and you'll roll it. For green, you you just have to roll a three or higher. For the red and the black, four or higher. So it's a 50-50 chance. And then the blue, you have to get a five or higher. And so there's, there's luck based in getting these things off of the board. Yeah, and I like the fact that, you know, because, I mean, in Pandemic, it's pretty much all the same exact way to do everything. I like that, you know, the dragons are a little stronger than the, right. you know, so you have, you have a little differentiation between the groups because I think it'd feel silly if you could hit a dragonkin with the same thing you would hit a, you know, orc. But that's a, that's a lot about how it plays, but yeah, um, let's get into how some of our memories of this game. And uh, I'll start off with one of my favorite memories. I remember one day we were like, you know what? I think this was probably pre-kids, I think. But we were like, let's just have a game day. A complete game day. We're going to play all day. We'll order some pizza. It was Memorial Day. We played day. two games. Yeah, we played two games. We played Arkham Horror in the morning and Defenders of the Realm in the evening. And it took the entire day. And it was so much fun. <laughs> and, and it wasn't like Arkham took the majority of the time. And Defenders shouldn't last that long, but for some reason, this game did. It did, and and it also gave us one of our best losses that we've ever had in a board game. We were down to the last card draw. We were either going to win or lose based on whatever the next card we drew was. Because we had defeated all the generals except for one, and most of the minions, but there was one general at our door, and if... That card flipped, and it was the general portrait we lost. And yeah. we flipped it, and he moved. And it was awful and glorious at the same time. 
Oh, it was crushing at the time. I think we like just sat there staring at it for the longest time. But it's a game that has never left me and I'll never forget. No, that's really my only vivid memory of playing. I I remember playing other times. I remember playing with my wife. I remember playing a few solo games, but mm-hmm. I don't remember how they went, how I felt playing most of them, except for our first game. I remember loving it. But that game, that Memorial Day, we just got brutalized is one of my top three memorable gaming moments. I'll talk about that for until uh, I die, probably, because that was just, yeah, it was such a such a glorious defeat that it was, yeah, it was so crushing and disappointing at the time. But then, you know, just we kept talking about it and kept talking about it. And, uh, and yeah, now it lives in infamy. And what was it that made that game so long? Because it was what? It was like five hours. Yeah, I can't remember. I, th- I think we played with a variant or something that made it harder. But yeah, it was it was a long, long game. I think you texted me early, early the next morning, still just crushed. Oh, yeah. I, I, th- I thought about that for, I mean, definitely days afterwards. I was still thinking, how how did we, how did that happen? And uh, it was just, it was a beautiful cascade of failures, I guess, on our part. But <laughs> but it was it was great. But uh, well, James, do you have anything else to say about this wonderful game? I know they had some like other versions of it that we never got to play. I think it was Defenders of the Last Stand. That was more of a Mad Maxi type style. Yeah. But we never got into that one or played it. We just stayed with our fantasy theme. Probably should. It got so expensive there for a while. It might still be. I don't know. I haven't looked for it to purchase it. Maybe we'll play it at BGG Con or something. We'll just get it from the library. We'll have to uh, plan for that. They also have five different hero packs. Yeah, it was definitely fun switching them up. Yeah, you don't have to stick with what's in the base game. And there are also a few expansions that we haven't really messed with yet. Yeah, because I think what one of them changes every general to a dragon. <laughs> yeah, the dragon's expansion. <sighs> it is a brutal game. Brutal, but beautiful. But I think we've won more than we've lost. Yeah. There's some other games that we can't say that about. Ghost Stories. Oh, Yggdrasil. Yeah. The Grizzled. Those have all beat us up pretty well. I, you know, I guess we like to get beat up by games, but that's half the fun of it. Because when you do win, it's... It's great. Well, we hope you enjoyed this little uh, mini episode. We're we're actually having fun. I know they kind of go off the rails sometimes because we, we come in with a plan. And, of course, once we start talking about memories and stuff, it just kind of it goes wherever it wants to go, you know. But I hope you all are enjoying them because we, we really are enjoying making them. Indeedy, Roo. If you played Defenders of the Realm and either hated it or loved it, Whichever, let us know. Shoot us, uh, shoot us an email at thelonelyshelf at gmail.com or uh, hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at thelonelyshelf. We'd love to hear from you. Well, until next time, love you, Chris. Love you, James.